0: Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here at the Raptors Digest, reacting to some Toronto Raptors news Riker. We're a broken record, but we'll play the breaking news segment anyways. Riker, we said this when the trade deadline was happening. We're going to go through all of the same things we went through at the beginning of the season come July, come whenever this season, this weird offseason, whenever the usual July 1st contract deadline is up, but... I'll pull it up the tweet here. There was an article that came out regarding Kyle Lowry. I think Lonzo Ball was also mentioned in this article as well by Sam Emick saying the Sixers plan on pursuing Kyle Lowry once again this offseason by way of possible sign and trade. And then this is followed up by a bunch of rumors regarding the Miami Heat and LA Lakers, the usual suspects with Kyle Lowry as they've been this year in terms of potentially making a sign and trade there hasn't been much Raptors news. Maybe this was just to get the quota up going, but are you surprised by this? Because this is kind of what we expected by the NBA trade deadline.
1: Somebody at The Athletic said, hey, we need to drum up some <laughs> Raptors news, guys. It's good. It's ridiculous. But to steal your line... This at least validates, like you said, that the interest was actually there. People lost. They became very despirited when Lowry didn't get moved at the deadline. And we said, what the heck are we keeping him around for? We're just going to lose value for this guy. He's going to walk in free agency. I think he has enough respect to allow us to sign and trade him. And now that we know what his trade value is, given we, in our opinions, we underpriced Norm or we, we ended up selling low on Norman Powell, now Gary Trent Jr. ended up becoming like The second coming, dropping (laughs) crazy NBA records and Toronto
0: Raptors records in a
1: short tenure. So we're kind of eating our words, but maybe we're selling high. We just didn't
0: know Trent's unlocked goodness, but we thought we were selling
1: low. But Mm -hmm. yeah, we should have been looking at his drip game because Mm -hmm. anybody that can wear clothing with his amount of confidence obviously is going to have tremendous confidence out on the court. But then we can approach speculation here now with a lot more rationality, a lot mm-hmm. more reason because we were expecting the moon and more. <laughs> the moon, the sun and the stars. Give us Hero, Duncan <laughs> Robinson and a mm-hmm. I think we'd be lucky to get one of them now in a trade. What does it look like if you look at all these teams, whichever one you want to talk about first, who who would you expect to get back in the sign and trade?
0: Yeah. And I guess we'll talk about the Sixers, because they were the the team that was headlined, brought up in that, that specific tweet, and the rumors spread that you know, the Heat and Lakers couldn't get behind the the buckle with Kyle Lowry if the Sixers were in the news. But to talk about the Sixers first, again, if he's going to Philadelphia, given their cap situation, given all the players that they have signed, Simmons, Harris, and Embiid on max contracts and a bunch of role players around, if they want to pick up Kyle Lowry for the $20 million, it was $25 million what he expected was going around during the trade deadline, that might go down a little bit considering his end of season performance but who knows but surely he's going to expect 18 to 20 million for a a potential team he's going to go to so if he's going to get that type of money it's going to have to be a sign and trade and to talk look at philadelphia we weren't able the deal that was going around that we all wanted to happen that we thought would surely go down if it was sent to them was thibel maxi and two first round picks that surely in a sign and trade is going to be off the table it's not going to be a uh, something that's even going to be close. But if we can maybe get, and maybe Danny Green, I'm not sure his specific contract situation, if he's up by the end of this offseason, I think him and Scott are expiring. But if the Raptors could potentially get Thiebel or Maxi, and then maybe a second, maybe one of those veteran players to even out the money, I'd be satisfied. If we could get one of those young guys, I'd be cool. I don't think Theibel will be involved. It seems like they're more willing to give up Maxi. Would that be a player you're interested in from the Philadelphia 76ers Riker? Right this is a tough one
1: because, again, you said it. We're not going to sign him for $10 million or $5 million. He mm-hmm. still wants his own money. Yep. And you're going to have to big. It's going to have to be a big contract guy or a big mid-market contract guy similar to the $10 million that George Hill is... I think it's a team option or the... Like you said, the... I'm trying to find... Danny, Danny Green's $15.6 million, right? Yep. At that point, is, is signing Kyle Lowry, eating into the cap space, maybe you buy out that player if it's a Mike Scott or a Danny Green. You probably don't need them around on the roster. Is it worth it to eat up that amount of money just to just to maybe sign and trade for really the only guy that you want being Tyrese Maxey rather than just letting Kyle Lowry walk in free agency clearing up that 30 million that he commands right now and then just spending it and hoping that you can buy maybe a 15 million dollar or 10 15 million dollar player that you'd actually want that would be my concern from this one because to be honest with you if it's not Matisse Tybool and Tyrese Maxey I'm not that interested. And furthermore, Ben, I want Gary Trent Jr. to be in the starting lineup. I want him in Mm -hmm. the starting lineup. I want Fred Van Vliet at the natural one. Stop bogging down our team with a ton of point guards. I'm concerned that if we bring a guy like Maxi back in, now all of a sudden we're going to have this competition again. We're going to want to start running maybe um, Crimson Flynn, Malachi Mm -hmm. Flynn at the two or something ridiculous like that. This one, it doesn't really appeal to me that much.
0: Yeah, and the thing about Maxi is a bigger point guard, and I think the the structures of sign and trades they can be a little bit different, so we won't necessarily need to bring equal contract money back, but I'm not 100% sure, but if you think back to Raptors history, previous sign-in trades, Chris Bosh was sent away, and I think we received James Johnson, who was on a rookie contract in return, Bosh obviously got the max from Miami Heat, so that's an example of less money coming back in, a young guy coming back in for a sign-in trade, even though Johnson was on the Bulls, so I don't even know how that specifically worked, I think that might have been a deal after, but Who's uh? Who's Alonzo Mourning, I think, came in in one of those trades as well, and he just refused to play for Toronto, but again, the Raptors, if they're making that sign and trade, maybe they could get a little bidding war, but Kyle Lowry really has the full autonomy on deciding where he wants to go, and the Sixers, I tend to agree with you, especially with the emergence of Malachi Flynn, the ability for the Raptors to really draft point guards or bring in undrafted players. I, I think... Flynn, Fred Van Vliet, if you're losing Kyle Lowry, there's not an essential need to bring back in another point guard, and maybe get a bigger wing, get a center, get one of these types of players in a Kyle Lowry deal, but the second team we can talk about, Riker, is the Miami Heat, and Jimmy Butler, uh, Just I believe he just had a child, and Kyle Lowry was named the godfather of uh, Jimmy Butler's son or daughter, I'm not 100% sure, but, uh, but child, so... If that's any indication, does that confirm Larry going to the Heat in the offseason in a potential sign-and-trade? And if that's the case, Harrow was ruled out when Larry had more value at the deadline. Duncan Robinson is a free agent, so maybe it could be a, a double, you know, they both sign and they both sort of move there. Anyone on the, the Miami Heat you think is a realistic get if it's a sign-and-trade with Miami? I'm browsing now. I'm browsing
1: <laughs> I hope it's not Belitsa. He's a coming free agent as well, but that would just be—he's not horrible, but it would be really deflating if that became (laughs) our new starting center. I don't—I don't dislike Goran Dragic. I think I was higher on him when we first had proposed. We were just bouncing back and forth ideas of who you could do a trade with, and I said if he was included in the deal, then I wouldn't hate that. But again, I, I bring up my same point with having too many point guards on this team you'd rather bring, bring back somebody from the three to five spot right mm-hmm. that's ideally a small forward because i think we're lacking in that now i don't know if we're going to pick up rodney hood's contract i don't even know what kind of depth that we have there stanley johnson obviously and maybe to an extent what's his name i'm not going to remember his name also has the the dreadlocks fred energy guy who Freddy? no Close. not freddie no on the three oh, precious
0: a on the on the Raptors, on the Raptors.
1: <laughs> I can't remember his name. He played Bembry. Oh my God, Embry. I apologize. Bro, I was thinking you were you
0: were talking about other teams.
1: <laughs> no, sorry, I was talking about the the Heat. All I'm trying yep. to say from this is I'd be fine with uh, Duncan Robinson, but yep. I would still like Precious Achiuwa, and they don't have any
0: center depth on the Heat either. So I don't see that one
1: happening.
0: Yeah, and I guess to bring it up. Obviously, the Raptors signed in Kem Birch, and he or they signed him this season. He's not guaranteed or anything for next year. We uh, just sort of brought in Freddie Gillespie. You can check that video. I believe that's going up. That went up yesterday. We're recording them at the same time, so don't flame Riker and I for wearing the the same shirts, same clothes. You're flexing. You were talking about Gary Trent Jr.'s Strip. You've been uh, dripping a lot of Knicks gear on these uh, on these podcasts. <laughs> gonna anger the comment section but uh i digress (laughs) but we talked about freddie gillespie potentially coming in and if the raptors did get precious achua back would you be higher on him than you would be a Birch or freddie gillespie because those two guys that we brought in the raptors right now have shown out pretty solidly they have that's the other issue
1: and as soon as I said I'd rather a 3 through a 5, I immediately regretted it and said I should have said a 3 or a 4 because we're pretty bloated at the 1. And if we look to maybe pick up a center or even if we look to just say, what can these two guys give us at the 1 and 2 for a full season? When you have Gary Trent Jr., when Chris Boucher comes back healthy, when you're not playing that 1-2 tandem of two 6-footers, maybe this is a nice team all of a sudden. And, and yeah. maybe you don't want to add a third center to the mix to throw off the consistency of minutes for those bigs. So, I'm thinking a three or a four, and Ben, that brings us over naturally to the Los Angeles Lakers. I, I, just, want, I just want to say okay. say a
0: piece. I would like Precious Achua. I would like okay. a, I'd like to bring him in as a potential starting center. He's more polished than certainly Gillespie at this point. I'd like to see a year of Gillespie in the 905, Ken Birch being the backup, and then Precious Achua, obviously he hasn't his box score doesn't elate you watching it, he doesn't take really pop your eyes or whatever, right? But he's a super young player, he's I believe he was a lottery pick or just a near lottery pick. And as a guy you could develop to potentially be that starting center, I think having that tandem at the, the center next year with Birch and Precious would really help us make a playoff run, and then let Gillespie develop into the in the nine oh five and polish his game up and maybe he could fill that backup role in the future that would be my ideal situation but again i think you're pulling up stats fact, here. achua has the exact
1: same virtually identical five points 0.5 blocks 3.6 rebounds virtually identical to gillespie that gillespie had in his 10 games with the raptors so far and achua has played 55 but he's doing it in 12 minutes compared to Gillespie's 16 minutes. It surprises me, Ben, that is only playing 12 minutes per game, but there you have it.
0: Yeah, and it's it's interesting, and Gillespie's so unpredictable at this point. Precious, even though the Heat have underperformed, I think he has a little bit more of a sample size, shows that potential, is that, that higher lottery pick. Do you, do you have his age pulled up right there, Riker? Ooh, yes, it is. It is... 21. <laughs> 21, so it's a couple years younger, but I don't know. And then maybe having that competition there as well, to see what happens. I'd like to bring him back, but Duncan Robinson, he'd be the ideal return. Maybe bring him off the bench, have a lineup of Fred, uh, Gary Trent Jr., OG Siakam, whoever run at the five. Then Boucher and Duncan Robinson off your bench with Malachi, with a Utah, with a Gillespie, with whoever. I think that could be a, a really good squad going forward, but... The final team we're going to talk about is the L.A. Lakers, Riker, and we couldn't get it done for Talon Horton Tucker at the trade deadline, so I guess we can assume he's out of any deals this offseason. Anyone that really catches your eye on the Lakers right now for a potential sign-in trade? I like the looks of Kyle Kuzma as, again, a three or a four. Now, obviously, he's
1: an extremely memed player, and he's really lived down. He hasn't lived up to expectations whatsoever, and it was years ago a foregone conclusion that you could be the league's worst scrub and if you are playing with lebron james on the court at the same time the best is going to come out of you you turn basically into an all-star that hasn't happened with kyle kuzma it happened Mm -hmm. with everybody else but not kyle kuzma so there is concern with me bringing up his name right now but if i just look at positional needs that's a guy that i could see being a bench guy you don't need to play him it's not a huge contract mm-hmm. it's 13 million dollars he has enough respect around the league i think that you could flip him if it doesn't pan out rather than again we're, who are we looking at duncan robinson a two uh tyrese Maxey or t- uh, matisse Tybull, ones and twos Taylor horton tucker another one like we're just looking to trade into what we already have a ton of players in so this would be one of those out of the box ones that would get
0: us a three or a four that were a lot lighter on the roster on that would you prefer kyle kuzma over duncan robinson Thibault, horton tucker and these players yeah yeah really sure. mm-hmm. really i wouldn't i wouldn't say that over robinson personally and looking at the lakers i don't even know if that would specifically get it done now there's question marks about whether or not the lakers want to keep his contract around because he I don't know. I don't know if he specifically has he signed his extension. Currently, yes. Yep. So he's yep. already signed it. It's decent money. The Lakers like to have those that flexibility to bring in players, especially veterans that have played with LeBron or ring chasing. So maybe he'd be on the move. Maybe he'd be a potential piece. I know Schroeder was thrown around uh, during the the trade deadline. Again, he's a free agent this offseason. But in a similar deal to the Celtics trading for Kemba Walker and letting Terry Rosier go to the Hornets. Maybe it could be a double sign uh, or a double sign and trade, so to speak. And the Raptors bring in Schroeder. Lowry goes to the Lakers. Thoughts on potentially bringing in Dennis Schroeder, who was a six-man of the year candidate last season. Yeah.
1: And he's 27, so 28 next year. Not extremely old. Ben, same thoughts. Same thing that I've been preaching all podcast long. We have enough Point guards, we have enough shooting guards. You get Gary Trent Jr. in the mix. You allow fourth quarter Flynn, Malachi Flynn, to ball out late games. You mm-hmm. have Fred Van Vliet, who can finally not share the court with another point guard and just let him yeah. play and defend the one. I want to season with that. I want to season to just try. What does a normal lineup look like where the five guys that we have out on the court are actually suited to their position? And that's not a knock against Fred Van Vliet, what he can do. It's just let's let's give him a year as the, the true point guard. And it doesn't excite me to bring in a guy who's aged, who expects to win, yada yada. I, I would rather bring in somebody young or somebody to fill in a role that we don't
0: have already filled, which is small forward, power forward. Yeah, for sure. And we brought up a lot of signed trades in here before we uh, we ended off here, Riker. Any chance Lowry stays? There's a chance. There's never, there's never no chance when it comes to the Raptors' goat, Ben. What is your gut telling you? My gut tells me he leaves, he goes to a contender, but if he comes back, plays a backup position, you know, plays backup off guard, him and Malachi can come off the bench, start Trent, start Fred, start that whole core lineup we've been talking about, I think that might be the most optimal for next season. Again, I'm trying to make a playoff run if I'm the Toronto Raptors next year. I'm not trying to waste the great talent that we have on this roster. Tank this season, break out the kazoos for this current year, and then next year, go all out, put your foot on the gas and try and compete with these Nets teams, these Lakers teams, whoever's at the top of the conferences. I think it's doable. I think we have enough talent with a bit retooling, maybe moving Lowry to the bench, full out Fred Trent in the backcourt, bring in a couple guys, Kate Cunningham, Evan Mobley, who knows, we'll see what happens if the tank goes our way, make that playoff push, make that playoff run last, uh, next year, but let's know what you guys think, comment down below, you guys the best to make this far, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff, RaptorsDigest.ca, if you want the hottest merch out there on the YouTube scene. You know, go to RaptorsDigest.ca. Check it out. We got tank shirts. We got we got everything for you guys. So you can check that out. Fully designed, some OGs stuff. You know, get that uh that OGs play the the day there. Right, I've played up that little segment. If you want an OGs top, get the laser eyes. But you guys are the best. Red, do you have any last words. That's it, Ben.
1: Cheers.